Robots Radio. Games. Lore. Stories. Community. Just press play. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys, it's it's Dave DeVito. Um, I'm just coming here to say uh, that I love the Fallout app, and I would like to tell you about the service that they use to make this podcast. It's called Anchor. The best thing about Anchor is it's free. You don't have to pay anything. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Now, you can even add songs from Spotify directly to the episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can now make money for your podcast with very little, uh, minimum, little, little, little listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks, guys. Your attention, please. Your attention, please. This is your official civil defense broadcaster. One of the greatest threats would be radioactive fallout. Uranium fever. Where fallout is heaviest, it can even kill those who have not taken proper shelter. Broadcasting deep underground in a questionably constructed survivalist bunker is Dave Chaffins and Kenneth Vigue, and your host as always, Mr. Robots. This episode of the Fallout Hub is brought to you by the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. Open enrollment for advanced robotics courses starts now. Totally nothing sketchy going on. Nope, not at all. Everybody, welcome to the Fallout Hub. I am your host, Tom, or Robots. As usual, stuck here in the vault with my two best friends who I've been living in this vault with for months now. And I just realized, guys, I was thinking about this today. Yes. Uh, oh, I should introduce you guys. Dave, Ken, how's it going? Oh, hello. Hey. Hi. Hey. I um, I realized this today. Uh-huh. Uh, I haven't contacted my family. In the Have you guys contacted family? We've been stuck in this vault for months. We've hacked into other people's communications about Fallout. We've 
done a bunch of things in here. We've had people hack into our system, but I haven't contacted my, like, they're probably wondering where I went. I can't say that I have uh, made any contacts to the outside world. Within my tenure, um, I think. Uh, yeah. I, although we've tried, no? I yeah, think we've tried. like, yeah. I mean, I, I they probably they probably think I'm dead. Other than the fact that these podcasts go out regularly, so maybe we should use the podcast as a means of communication. We should be like, "Hi, wife and kids." Dear Mother, it was four score since I've last seen you, my dear fair lady. The winters grow longer and the seasons grow brighter until I can see your face one day. Kind regards, Sir Daniel David. There you go. That's from. That was that was good. Okay, that was from the heart. Does she not teach? <laughs> Does she not make the torches bright, like a Nuka Cola Quantum at night? Oh. oh. Awesome. So welcome back to the Fallout Hub. We are uh, sc- scholars and uh, very good at quoting things, maybe, or just making them up on the spot. I don't know which are it we is. Though? Are we? Are, are we? we? But uh, we are. We are back this week with a news episode. We don't have an interview today, but we have a news episode, and we're going to be talking about some of the things going on with Fallout seventy six, and we're also going to dive into some tips for nuclear winter. We've got some ten commandments. And of course, we've got a uh, soapbox to do. So, Dave, you want to kick us off with some news? Telegram, news from Bethesda. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. This is your Charleston Herald bringing you the news updates that you want to hear today. I have some challenge updates for you. Let's start off with that there are patch fixes for challenges that have been auto-completing. So apparently people have been um, logging in. The challenges auto-complete for them. Uh, and they have released some uh, a patch that fixes that. So no longer will you automatically get your gold star when they give out the test. You have to take the test and earn the gold star. Now, wasn't it for some people it was like completing, but it didn't actually give them the points too? It yeah. was like a whole... Yes. Yeah, that was that's pretty messed up. I think um, Juice had covered it in a video. Um, it seemed like there was a, an issue at a certain time of night. So he recommended just as a stopgap measure, people just not being online during that time for when... Uh, Wait, he had an issue at a certain time of night? Don't I go just back at 1 a.m. <laughs> Remember the rules to gremlins? It's basically that. You don't yes. want to feed Fallout 76 after dark. Don't get it wet. Mm. Definitely don't get okay. it wet. Don't feed juice head after. Don't don't feed juice head after dark. Don't brush Got your it. teeth after juice head. Then so wait wait wait. Back. Does brushing your teeth count as feeding? Like, what if you swallow some of the toothpaste? Mm. Like accidentally. Like not. I don't just eat the toothpaste. That's not a thing I do. I'm just wondering if you were to like. Hey, no king shaming. Swap. I mean, if you're playing Outer Worlds, then maybe. That's a very deep cut um, for the, you know, toothpaste. <laughs> different game, different time. First cut is the deep. Different game, different time. <laughs> Demonetized in three, two, one. Two. 
Next piece of news I have for you are extra challenges uh, that are have been going on through June 20th. I got my dates mixed up, so that's kind of old news, but I love to talk about old news. That's like, give me a 1984 <laughs> newspaper from like that Wednesday of <laughs> April. And it's like, oh, little we like Timmy. think back to the good old days of yeah. yesterday. Little Timmy <laughs> scored is the new news. points at the local basketball game. The crowd was Classic. a furore. Uh, but there are also a new piece of news. I wonder why that goes together. Uh, there are two additional daily challenges that they are adding onto the entire season. So uh, I forgot how many there were before. Maybe it was like seven daily challenges. And you could complete five. Something of like that. And then if you got five, it's kind of like loyalty rewards. Five? Like donut counter where it's like you get five donuts. Your sixth one is free kind of situation. Yeah, um, plus the nuclear winter one, wasn't there? There's like a five, yeah. the extra one, nuclear winter one. That sounds right. Seven. Yeah. Let's do some math. Let's let's cosine and tangent. Um, so there's two additional daily challenges that are, will run through the end of the season. Um, I think that's good because there's, I think, a really concern this season on whether or not that's attainable for a casual player that plays 76 as as they come and go like keeps with the game but logs on here and there yeah it's not like it every day a casual situation if you will some may call it a Mm. casual situation we have to stand up for our casual situationers out there in fact I would like to deem our, 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 our small fan base as the casual situationers I like to call them the cashies myself. Cashies? They respond. They, they respond very well to that. That's online. good. That's good. <laughs> like, yeah. like, you know. Yeah, in in fact, I take it one step further and I call them my cashies. So my cashies, my cashies out there, you know who I'm my talking cashy. about. You know who my I'm talking cashy, about. My cashies. That's right. That's right. My cashies. My cashies. My cashies. So I'm glad that they're adding more on. Um, I'm curious if um, they're gonna add anything else like as far as weekly challenges or whether they're going to like you know adjust those numbers and the little metrics lab that they have down there uh but speaking of ranking up to that uh it is currently live now that you can use your atoms to rank up those challenges so they were kind of indeterminate about when that would turned on and that just turned on they were like all right today i think it was on thursday of last week they were like we're gonna turn that on now so you can do that as well yeah. other piece of news is this weekend oh sorry yeah. SH Games in the in the chat. <laughs> SH Games in the chat. As soon as that was enabled, he's like, "I'm gonna buy it all." So he did a video on that recently. Have you guys bought any uh, any score? No, I'm gonna wait until I get nope, to the like when it's like you know, end of August rolls the around, end. and then I'm gonna yeah, start looking at. Yeah, yeah. Probably just like dump it. yeah, yeah. I'm the same way. I figured this, I'd uh, see how far I would get before even bothering to buy because I've been cruising yeah. along fairly well. So, so I have, yeah, this, um, this whole mechanic has actually brought me back into playing more and I've even got my wife to jump back in. So this has been very effective at getting me to play at least more regularly in order to make sure I'm like churning out some movement along the board and unlocking stuff. Um, yeah. but I, I'm curious to see how far I will get and you know how far I'll, I'll be away from the things that I really, really want close to the end of the board, and if I'm willing to pay the atoms for them or not. I, I um, I'm kind of saving up atoms because it's like 
these packs that they've been putting out, there's like some low-key item in there that's always really, really cool. So like, if you would have told me that they're releasing like a Slocum Joe's pack, I'd be like, yeah, okay, sure, yeah, whatever. I don't really want that. But then when you look at it and you're like, oh, there is a robot <laughs> vendor station that has his head filled with donuts mm-hmm. that sings a jingle. <laughs> I kind of want that. Um, right. How can uh, you say, how can you turn down a, a robot with donuts in yeah. its head? Uh, so my yeah. monthly, I, I really don't buy Adams outside of now that I, I used to, but now that we have first, I just got it for a year. Uh, right when we started this, because I figured that would be a good idea. Um, I just use those and bank them up and then wait and see and look at each. Like when people get them, generally there's somebody that buys them and rolls through what each item is. And then I'm like, yeah, I kind of want that. So now I have like a few robotic, robotmen donut feeders. Robotic, robotic assistants. Oh, uh, yeah. Hanging out. So. Yeah. Yeah, your own personal cat cashies. My cashies. Like the one thing I was really excited for is at the end of the quest line. As soon as I saw that clue style hidden mm-hmm. fireplace, mm-hmm. I needed it mm-hmm. in my life. Of course, it's the last thing. Yeah. Well, they they know when they've got a good idea. Yeah. Know? And I'm curious yeah. what how they're gonna modify it because it seems like that it's like a continuing situation, um, a casual situation, if you will, of how hmm. they're a, con- a, a continuing, continuing casual, casual situation. situation. Continuing casual situation. A continuing casual situation. Uh, yeah. That they're kind of. I think they're really just putting this out here, making it free, and figuring it out as they go. Um, which, I mean, is kind of normal for for a lot of the stuff that they've that they kind of put out there. That's that's in that live environment, I guess. Um, but so far, I've. I've yeah. enjoyed it. I thought some there's like some challenges that I'm like, eh, I don't want to do that. Nah, I don't really want to do that. But if it's like, like some nuclear winter challenges are pretty attainable. To, like when they were doing like kill nine monsters, I'm like, I maybe kill two in my total time of playing around. Because generally, I just play around to get the challenges, and then maybe another round if I'm feeling, you know, if I'm feeling into it. Yeah, the nuclear winter ones are the ones I'm least likely to do. I like the the build your camp three times. Um, so I just go in and I'm like, all right, I'm playing one match. Yeah, I start and I'm like, camp, camp, camp. All right, I'm good. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, anyways, as far as updates, there's uh, an August 4th patch 21 that is coming out. Uh, that's the date that they have listed for when patch 21 is live. I think that is the Wendigo boss battle and the legendary perk system is the, the majority of that patch. It is. So mm-hmm. What do you guys think about the legendary perks? We haven't talked about that yet, have we? I don't think we've really talked about that. I don't think that. so. No. Not really. Um, and to be perfectly honest, I haven't gone into PTS to, to take a look. I've seen what the perks are and what they were adjusted right. to, but I haven't played with any of them. Um, I know a lot of them are, are really fairly good for melee, um, anybody who's really into power armor still feels that power armor is still underpowered. Um, I'd made a point. <laughs> there's there's like 500 different skins for power armor, but power armor is arguably, unless you have a very specific build, it's not as powerful as it has been in previous mm-hmm. games. Yeah. 
almost laughably yeah. so. Like you can cruise around in your underwear <laughs> <laughs> with the right perks and be completely unkillable, but uh, you get uh, hit on by a rad roach uh, and you go down. Yeah, I, hmm. I've looked at a few of the perks. Um, I can't remember exactly the details of them, but they, they seem interesting. I'm curious how those are going to fit into builds and if there's any that are that like super duper that are going to kind of spawn their own like combo with all of those different legendary effects and if there's going to be yeah. like a new kind of a third player to the the junkies and bloodied build and what's that going to look like right i think we're ready for a, a change yeah, yeah it'd, it'd be nice <laughs> bloody just people are very creative i am um, I reached out uh, to Ken. I, I downloaded the PTS because I was curious about uh, in games like Elder Scrolls Online, a lot of people will use the PTS in order to get access to gear to test things out. Or um, in the case of something like Fallout 76, the perk cards in order to try different combinations to see what kinds of stats they could create. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was hoping something like that was available in the PTS, but it's not. Um, if it was, then we would have potentially more creativity when it came to different builds because it wouldn't take so long to change up a build right. just to have something that you realize isn't as good as the thing that you wanted before. And then you have to spend all the time to go back to the, the other build or get rid of the gear that you didn't want or change your perk cards or, you know, your your special stats, that kind of stuff. Right. Um, yeah. So I was kind of hoping there was a way to play with that a little bit and just try stuff out. Um, mm-hmm. But it doesn't seem like it's a thing. Which I don't know. If I'm, I, I think they've been improving. The, good. Oh, go ahead. Oh, now we're now we're gonna copy each other, and we're gonna, they've been improving. Uh, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> they've been slowly improving the PTS. I think um, the issues with the ammo converter, as an example, um, because the that came as part of the atomic shop with the score system there was no ability for people to pts to really to test it beforehand um to give proper feedback and i think bethesda realized that um now after the fact so maybe with the next version of the pts stuff will be more widely available for testing than than just kind of these events or singular things it'll be more yeah i hope so especially when it comes to building um because also, like we, we talked with our guests last time about building your camps and trying out things and trying to fit things into other stuff. And when it comes to having all of the materials you need to make all the stuff in order to build things, then at some point you just run out of materials because you, you build stuff and then you scrap it or you build stuff and then store it. And then you, you like, it'd be nice to be able to have like a playground where you can mess with stuff and then go into the real game and say, okay, this is what I want to do because I was able to play with all the options somewhere else. Oh, right. Like a sandbox. sandbox. Yeah. And and it doesn't count because it's not the real actual game, right? It's not like, well, look what I built in the game. Well, no, you didn't because that's the PTS and it clearly has the PTS mark on it or whatever, right? Like you were creative enough to build it in the PTS. Now you actually have to grind it out and actually put the work in to do it in the real game. Um, I could see a balance there, but I, I'm sure that we would end up with more creativity if, if people could kind of go back and forth and do a little bit of each of those. But me, I'm sure there's reasons for not doing sure. that as well. You know, it's interesting how. Yes, each games in chat okay. had. 
I feel like we're, we've got like a delay <laughs> in our uh, communications uh, on the internet for some reason today. Maybe like so. we've got more more lag or something. Um, he's a creative mode where you can build anywhere with more budget and, lim- and unlimited resources. Is what you were just talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it doesn't it doesn't last. It doesn't move progress forward. It doesn't count for you know achievements. It doesn't count for you know earning stuff in the game. It, like it's just right. completely self-contained. Yeah, that's the what game was it that had? Oh, it was um, uh, v- very similar, I guess, in maybe development is uh, No Man's Sky because they have like the normal mode, which is like the base mode that you had when you started. Um, then you have, I think, mm-hmm. Survival and Permadeath. They added later on, which Survival adds in like the hunger and different stuff, and Permadeath is like yeah, obviously it's like you you have one life, and when you die, you die. But they also have the creative mode, in which a lot of people just been like flying to planets and building these gigantic cities that would be very hard to build without yeah. you know having to go back and find all the resources for all the different stuff so I, i'm curious if that is going to develop into a mode if like there's a cr- creative like they, they, creative I, think they wanted, I think they yeah. uh, create a mode they want to do something for builders um and i'm curious how how that would be multiplayer if they're gonna like put limits on people if it's gonna be just like larger camp areas that can be in cities I, i'm not or sure if it's just and a fallout first you know only your personal server kind of thing and there's a limits on you know what you can include yeah. and who you can i'm curious to, to see it, more you know, persistence kind of in 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 those private servers of of what you know if i have a workshop that i've like decked out to defend against you know whatever whether it's scorch beast or todd howard with a laser gun um, like, like, it, it shouldn't that persist? Yeah, he's a real, he's a real problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is Ready Player One now. Liberty yeah, Howard, Howard. <laughs> Liberty Howard, Todd Prime, <laughs> Howard Prime. Yeah, that's there you go. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's the next. Wait, he's the next thing. Okay, so here's 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 the future of the game. We just figured it out. The that's Brotherhood good. returns, right? And they have they construct <laughs> oh, the Howard no. Prime. And instead of a Scorched Beast Queen, the Howard Prime goes nuts and walks around the wasteland, destroying people's camps. But it's not actually programmed into the game. It's Todd Howard himself who visits each of the servers and at some random time spawns in as Howard Prime and starts laying waste to the to the Appalachian wasteland. Yeah, six or seven years from now, when the game is ready to end, that's the end yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. What I created, I shall destroy. He just goes server to server. Destroys everything. He's trying to mount a resistance. (laughs) I love it. I'm about it. That's awesome. This is my idea. This is my idea, Todd. My idea. (laughs) TM. TM robots. Non-negotiable. I will sell sell you this idea. Let's talk. All right, Dave, let's move on. Yeah, let's (laughs) move on with the news. We'll move right along here, ladies and gentlemen. On to community news. (laughs) 16 times. 16 times. (laughs) Let me get my leather coat and my fancy shoes and my, like, just tight enough jeans and tell you, (laughs) as SH Games says in the chat, 16 times the destruction. Everybody do a little golf clap. Do a little golf clap. We're all going to golf clap at that. That was actually a pretty good impression, I have to say. Well, you know. <laughs> like we the both went to Vir- Virginia Colleges of, of r- Rapport. Uh, you know. <laughs> Rapport. William Mary. That's where he went. I went to Virginia Tech, and now, you know. 
the, the accent is the same. Anyways, well, maybe not that I've lived in West Virginia for several years now. That has all changed moving along with our community news. Bethesda, uh, a company of repute, has declared that they are starting a camp creation series. Uh, so you can submit your camp yes. creations on yep. the Bethesda forums. Uh, you can probably find a link to that um, in the most recent Inside the Vault. Um I think they're really wanting to showcase what people are doing in their camps outside of what people are already doing. They're like, okay, this is such a big part of our game. We want to like show off that as well. Um, so the theme this month is outer space, which fits with the um, legendary run. Uh, and you can mm-hmm. submit those all the way up to July 31st and maybe get yours featured in their camp creation series. Awesome. I'm, th- I'm thinking about, you know, I really like... I really like mandalas and just like the idea of like, you know, sand. I'm going somewhere with this. Don't worry. Hold on to your socks. I'm going somewhere. Like the idea of sand uh, and and this art and then it goes, it like drifts away and you'll never see it again. So I'm thinking about maybe claiming a workshop and then doing some like outer space camp at the workshop, taking some pics and then maybe submit them. That's what I would recommend to you. It's like if you don't want to like fully redo your camp, because I'm I'm partial to my camp. My my camp has a lot of different. I mean, I'm not trying to brag, but it's pretty great. At least I think so. Uh, yeah, I like your camp. You always do good things. Yeah, thanks, thanks, man. So nice. Feel, um, cheeks are a little yeah. red now. Uh, so that's what I would recommend if you don't want to get your camp. Is just uh, go to a workshop and build some cool stuff there. Um, plus, you get extra resources. Um, so. And it would be rather funny if you did that in a public server and then, like, logged out and somebody ran across, like, I don't know, like, Poseidon Energy and there's this, like, this, like UFO massive space station there and they're like, what the hell has happened? What, is what has this? gone on? So, uh, that's the bit of community news. Uh, the last bit of news uh, is not from Bethesda, but I wanted to take this moment to talk about the great dupage of July dupage. 20- dupage. I think it's pronounced du- dupage. Yes. The great it's dupage. French. It's a French origin word. Le purge, le purge du poupage. Um, not, not the poupage. That's something different. <laughs> The, the dupage. This, this is no longer a casual situation. Dupage. This is a formal situation. Or dupagen. This is, yeah, this has become very formal. Formal. Uh, so, Kenny, so what is you, the great are dupage? The, you are the gumshoe. And you, I mean, anytime I need something like from the underbelly of the world, like the barnacles of the boat, and Anywhere you're the guy all. that's going down there in your trench coat, and you're taking your Swiss army knife to those boat barnacles and bringing back some succulent seafoodish news for Don't that's where you get thing. seafood from yeah yeah i'm like a problematic gaming executive in 2020 i've got hands everywhere <laughs> that sounds terrible oh that's, that's a good too burn. soon um, too soon the yeah um <laughs> When this started, I mean, there's been widespread bans before, but this um, has clearly been one of the the more heavy-handed ones um, that Bethesda has done because of the amount of duping um, and how easy it was to do. Everyone just kind of went hog wild. 
um, which, which led to such a band wave. But the responses have been a little all over the place. I think some people, um, and if anything, they're they're the ones that at least deserve some credit for owning it. Um, Fulop admitted that, yeah, you know, I I did it. I got caught. You know, it's I'll start over, or I'm going to move to a new game. So they kind of own it. And then you have then you have the conspiracy theories. Uh, and I've got I've got a few of those because uh, they're strange. Mm. Um, so this there's there's one particular um, conspiracy theory that says uh, so I think the real reason people were banned is because Bethesda is using shell companies to sell on cash market and we just destroyed it. They they didn't go after the stack glitchers or score glitchers. Only the people did that did all the legacies. Now weapons that were going for hundreds of dollars go for pennies, uh, spelled with a P-E-N-N-Y-S. I'm off crashing servers. Zenimex called my house for telling everyone how to crash servers in response to the recent ban wave. Stack-mounted heads, it breaks their servers. And as far as TOS, well, they voided it, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so that's one theory. Uh, an- another really... Strange. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Before theory. we, before we move on, before we move on, <laughs> Bethesda has, Let's unpack has that shell one. companies what? that yes. that are they are benefiting off right. of the market of seventy six. Um. Yeah. That. Right. That's. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, it out of <laughs> curiosity. Out of curiosity for this show, first of all, I've gone to eBay and I'm like, I've heard that this stuff is getting sold on eBay. Like old World of Warcraft stuff is pretty much like any like major game trading system. Mm-hmm. Um, can, mm-hmm. You can most likely find stuff on eBay. So I was like, let me go price a Junkies yeah. Explosive 25% AP handmade rifle and see what that is. And it's like $100. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's insane. <laughs> I don't really want. I don't want. I don't want like, to do that. That's. Well, yeah. wait, so many- Juice had. Uh, well, that's also insane. Juice had did a an, an expose piece oh. last year where where he talked to um, someone who's making like sixty five thousand dollars a year on this kind of mm. thing, and it's just very strange. How do you? I mean, it's you're you're making cash money off someone else's intellectual property, which is just about the grossest thing. How do you five thousand dollars a year off? That? I don't know. I guess I can watch the juice. So you probably items. You're probably yeah. you've probably figured out how to buy yeah. low and sell high, and so you're just you're just yeah. churning stuff. You're not actually. I mean, they they could very well or be the same. Or you're or you're duplicating stuff, it. Just you're of, duplicating it and then selling it right. out there. And getting people duped items. Yeah. So, all right. Here's another uh, interesting theory. Uh, so this theory uh, is another interesting one. With the influx of new players, the servers have been quite crowded and more unstable. Bethesda's fix for that issue became a simple one: remove some of the players. <laughs> In order to do that, they needed cause. The way to get cause: intentionally introduce an exploit in order to entice the dupers to dupe sale on legendary script purchases that was going on during the glitch was too coincidental it was instituted as a subtle way to encourage some to take advantage of the dupe glitch the reasoning behind that was to encourage players 
to spend scrip on gear instead of legendary mods. With more scrip being spent on legendary gear, would come more legendary gear in the game. Some of the gear may be worth duping to those that dupe. Essentially, the sale put more dupe-worthy items to keep players duping long enough to... Be. Boy, if this was a drinking game of the word dupe, I'd be I was about to say right that. Now. Look, this game is designed for... <laughs> Yeah, look, this game is designed for new players. Case in point, 80% of all enemies and activities are lower level. Bethesda has always valued new money over old. What? Okay, so this reminds me so of like lot to unpack this reminds there. me of those like things you would do in the, the you know the college or high school course where it was like, here, take this concept and try to argue a thing that you don't actually believe in. Like <laughs> that's what this feels yeah. like. It's like make up an argument for why this would potentially be plausible and so you just pull something out of your butt like that people, seems like terrible business practice i think that people horrible. Give, give tech companies uh, in general too much um uh, this like, stuff is not that premeditated yeah operating at such a high level no, because most of the people no. you see are like people from blade runner and like these like dystopian futures where they have like mathematically figured out all possible outcomes it's like these tech yeah, companies right, right. Just like make mistakes no, none of this stuff makes sense like there, there's no chance that the risk reward uh, like comparison here for doing something like this even plays out in any way for them right. for a company to be like this is this is what we need to do this is the this is the path forward you know like right. no it's not like it's not how that works i i mean even like from a business standpoint, both both Tom and I work in the same field. Like that kind of thing does not happen in the real world at major corporations. Right. That is just no, that's no, no, so no. They, they, it's, it's, companies that's like bizarre. that are highly averse to risk. They're highly averse to extremely. extremely. And yeah. if the, if you're going to try something even left field a little bit, it takes a lot of coaxing to get somebody to try yes. something just a little bit off off center. So no, like the reason why this happened is because they needed to flatten out the problem. And so they removed the people who were causing the problem and the people who were just did a little bit of the dupling. They, they gave a temporary ban and said, you know, slapped them on the wrist and said, don't do that anymore. That messes up with the, that's going to mess up the game. It's going to, you know, kill the economy and eventually kill the game. So please don't do that. Like that's the whole point. The whole point is that it, it messes with the balance of the game. So don't do it. Right, and we're also talking about what people miss is they keep talking about RNG and that you know the drops aren't good enough and you can't get good gear, so they serve the purpose of being able to hand out stuff to players. Um, so it's kind of like a Robin Hood situation. It, it, even if they are, are doing that, it's rationalizing still doing something that ultimately leads to the instability of the game. Some of the reasons that that legendary gear have been retired from dropping is because they cause performance issues at the server level. If everyone is running around with uh, an explosive uh, baseball bat, <laughs> a two-shot yeah. explosive baseball bat with area effect damage and all kinds of other stuff, that, that makes it incredibly difficult for the servers to handle that. And I don't think even in the early days when some of those really great weapons were dropping that had explosive effects that probably shouldn't have. Um, I think as as the game launched, it would, they never intended those to be so easily 
gettable by just grinding the white spring in a circle time after time. And so they made adjustments for the stability of the game. So it creates an arms race too. Yeah. If everybody has that item, then everyone needs that item. Now there's no very variation in gameplay. Whereas if, if every time you get a, you know, a two or three star item or whatever, it has a different variance of things, then maybe, you know, every fourth or fifth one you get, you decide to go shift your build a little bit. It creates more variance in, in the way you play the game. Which is more fun and has more long-lasting quality to it. Right, yeah. One of the the listeners that um, back when we were first doing, uh, we first started it, had listened to the episode we were talking about bloody builds and knew that I ran one. And so it was like, oh, I just have, I have this legacy ultrasight laser rifle that's bloodied explosive. And so like explosives, I think it's bloodied explosive 25% AP. So like they don't make explosive uh, laser weapons anymore. So when I shoot that in the game, there's no effect on like the la- like the laser doesn't come out. The shot hits, but it's an invisible laser. So I think the server just can't handle the green laser <laughs> with the explosiveness. So you can Probably see it. Is. It looks like you're shooting just the regular explosive rifle of any kind, and it hits right there. It's kind of cool. In all honesty, I have a. I use a bloodied explosive pipe rifle <laughs> that does way better than the <laughs> ultrasound and is way easier to fix. Wow. So that's wow. Uh, I kind of use that. Uh, pipe weapons don't get enough I, love. I love some good pipe. <laughs> um, anyways, anyway, uh, moving on. No, I, so, all right, I'm a, I went in casual the situation. Casual situation. I went in the depths in this one, and maybe this is a te- this is a testament to how stupid I really am because I must be so stupid. Oh my god! So I was like, "Go on, where are we going?" So I saw that this dupage was happening. I was like, "You know what? I want to get. This- I want to like figure this out. How do people dupe these items?" So I looked up YouTube videos. I went like the like if I had like. What is that? That that onion-based dark net, dark website browser header. If I had that, I would have used that. Figured out how these people were duping. <laughs> Tried to do it, and for the life of me, I couldn't do it. There was like no way that I could actually duplicate anything within the game, and it didn't make any sense to me. So maybe I'm really stupid. Uh, at the end of the day, I was very glad that I was very stupid. When all of these bands came out, yeah, you were like, "Dodge the bullet on that one." Dodge the bullet. That that would have been, been very bad. bad. Um, so I'm very glad. My stupidity saves me a lot um, in real life. So I was like, "Oh, <laughs> how how does this work? What's going down?" And then I found out after I I, I tried to do this. Okay, this working because it was connected to the vendors. I think in the game, um, this has been some weeks ago. It was connected to the vendors. Um, Weeks, years—I don't know. Time is is irrelevant to me anymore. So I would just wait at vendors and see what people dropping in vendors. And sometimes I would just buy some stuff because that's what they were doing. They were dropping in the vendors, and they would just log out of the server, and it would be there. And so I would buy the thing that was in there. And so I ended up like buying. It wasn't anything that I needed, but it was just like these very good melee weapons in the vendors and I just bought it and walked away and so when they logged back in they still had their original copy but I had their duplicated copy as well. <laughs> like, 
Good on you. Well, and, and that was, I didn't like, you know, I wasn't up for hours doing that. That was like maybe a good 20 minutes of, of me trying to figure all this out so I could could talk about it. But turns out I'm too stupid to talk about it. I don't know how these things happen. And I work in a tech field, so I don't know what I'm doing. Um, it's, uh, what is that? Uh, that Chris, uh, Chris, uh, not Chris Evans, not Chris Pine, but Chris. Chris. Uh, that was in Parks and Rec. Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin. Uh, anyway, that guy from Parks and Rec that plays Andy is also in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, my favorite quote from him is, um, I don't know what I'm doing, but, hang on, I even fucked up that quote. I don't know what I'm doing it, but I know I'm doing it well. Um, that's how I live my life. So. Awesome. Yeah, the moral of the story ultimately is, um, there, there is a much better anti-cheat that they've been rolling out and have been rolling out since Wastelanders and improving each time, so they have greater control to see what's going on in order to take action. Um, just play the game. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> just no, play the game. Just play the game. Like, honestly, like, yeah. I think there's, uh, we, we come from a generation, I think where, um, it's different going from a single player experience where you can IDD, QD, IDD, KFA, uh, and, and go become like a God of the underworld. <laughs> Um, or even back in Nintendo using Game Genie or Cheat Code, the Konami yeah. Cheat Code and all yeah. of that kind of stuff, which is fun. But in a live service game, it's a different situation. And while there's, I think for a lot of people, it gives them um, a new type of challenge after completing other stuff, something to do that has a little bit of a, a threat and danger to it, I guess. But Right. I, th- I think it's uh, like... Th- Build's constantly trying to one-shot the biggest thing in the game, and that's just, like, not going to happen at pretty much ever. Like, it's going to take effort and, and, and time to do that alone right? by yourself, even with, like, a really, really, like, perfect... Like, everything's perfectly legal build um, within the game. You're going to... You're going to be spending a lot of time doing that rather than just, like, you know, shooting up a bunch of drugs and taking up this like crazy legendary weapon and perking out and just like holding your thumb just right to shoot off one shot that's going to do damage, but it's really not going to be effective against your higher level enemies. And everything in the game outside of the Scorch Beast Queen kind of dies in two or three shots if you're level dependent on on that. Like it yeah, especially if you have a like a good optimized yeah, build. If you've like optimized your build and you're level fifty, you're pretty much gonna be you're not gonna be spending a lot of time on things. You're gonna find yourself caught up in situations where it's like I could die really easily to this. Like I could right like if you go into the um oh the Watoga Tower of of, of Tesla. Just made that up. It kind of looks like a Tesla thing. A Toga Maybe. Tower, Tower of, Tesla. of Tesla. You go in there and you. West Tech. Uh, no, nope. are we talking? We're talking about. Nope. No, it's not West Tech. It's the big tall tower that looks like a Tesla coil in the middle of the Watoga area. Um, I think it's Robco. Mm. And Robco is it the? Oh, no. no, the. The AMS yeah, building yeah, probably yeah. that has the lasers yeah, from the hell lasers from hell. <laughs> I was in. I was in there the other night. 
I hate those. If turrets. you like pop out of cover, no matter who you there's are, the you're, you're just dead. Like there's no, you can't react fast yeah. enough, and so you really have to play like the, you know, kind of a, you are the mole in the whack a mole game, and pop out and kind of take them out and come back down. <laughs> it's interesting, like those kinds of situations. Like I feel like that everything is a lot more deadly. Um, in this series, like it, it, things can kill you a lot faster if you're not paying attention to what's going on. But generally, you can kill pre- things pretty fast, for the most part. So, I don't understand. But. There's nothing more embarrassing than than being killed by a mole rat, especially when you run a bloodied build. If you know, I'm I happen to be looking at my something sneezes the other on you. night, yeah, and right. a, a goddamn mole rat brute mother. Uh, chewed on my leg and I immediately died. <laughs> and anybody, a bunch of people in the chat can attest to the fact that every time we play on a Friday night, there's it's how many times did did Ken die? Um, I mean, I have fairly good gear, but half the fun for me is the challenge of it being a challenge as opposed to just being able to cruise through the server and just blow right. everything up. Yeah. Because you know you have you have impossible weapons or a weapon that has been manufactured by nefarious means. Uh, I don't, yeah, I yeah. Don't know. Play the game. Just like you're gonna the get. There's a lot of good weapons. Like in in all seriousness, you can go and fight the Scorch Beast with a Gatling plasma, as long as you're in a team of four oh, and yeah. do wonderful, glorious damage to that. Or a big yeah. pipe. Just get a really big pipe and really lay big it. pipe. Yeah, just lay some pipe. All right. Well, how pipe about we life. move on to a mode where um, you don't dupe things? Is that a good transition? That's true. There, there, there is no, we can try no duping yeah. in this world. There's no duping in Nuclear Winter. Excuse me, masters, but the day grows short and your listeners could use a little Fallout 101. So we have the top 10, well, that's not really a top 10, the, the 10 commandments of Nuclear Winter for our Fallout 101 section. Yes. 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 And Dave has put these together, and I've volunteered to use um, my Moses voice. Yeah, you're going to be God from on high, out? and I'm going to be like yeah. the, the little dude that runs around that's like, listen to the Lord, you know, kind of thing from the Old Testament. Um, the, right. The, right. A lot of crazy things. So here we go. I, 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 I guess we're counting down from 10 to 1. Only if or you're doesn't matter. Grapes. <laughs> uh, these are in no, these are in no particular order. I will say these are All right. just. Like, so we'll start with number four. Sure. Number four. Spawn with your team. So this is the most, I guess, the the easiest tip that I can give. If you want to survive, the you gotta spawn with your team. You can't just like be in the team and spawn out over the hill. You're going to probably get killed um, unless you're very, very lucky. And even then, at the end of the game, when there's like teams of two or three that are probably still left, if there's a team of four in the top 10, generally they're going to be people coming out on top. You aren't going to be coming out on top. Um, 
Uh, yeah, this is this is just smart. If you've played any multiplayer shooter ever, 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 and you stay with your team, and then you have more people with guns shooting at other people with guns, if there's more of you, then you have a, more of a chance to survive and mm-hmm. kill them before they kill you. So stay close together. That's I mean, that's basically it, right? And while we're right. doing these, um, I want to I want to uh, shout out the chat as we since you know the benefits of doing the live show and see if they have any tips for nuclear winter and we can we can read some of those mm-hmm. off thank you yeah. yeah yes all right so next one you- next one number two use a shrubbery or so bring us a shrubbery bring us a shrubbery <laughs> a shrubbery bring us your shrubbery <laughs> Uh, so it's it's important. Um, I think, it, I mean, Fortnite has some stuff that goes with it. And I'm kind of, you know, going through these battle royales where it's like, okay, you can hide in trees and grass and bushes in most of the battle royale games. But in this one in particular, the vegetation is so thick because the maps are in the forest that it's like you can yes. legitimately hide and yes. not be seen whatsoever if you're crouched. Um, as the long amount as of visual power, data... The amount of visual data in a scene in Nuclear Winter is so uh, dense <laughs> that sometimes you just don't see somebody yeah. until they're on you, and like you use that to your advantage. Yes. Yeah. The uh, when I was grinding it for score, um, I was I was in a bush, and someone didn't even see me got into the <laughs> same bush and had their back to me you guys were bush buddies and bush babies so th- so that bush was bush baby buddies. Baby. you had a bush, casual situation in a bush bush babies when have a dream that's, that's a that's yeah. a whole that's yeah. a whole other thing yeah <laughs> all right moving on yeah number seven scorch beast appears at ten people left so this is a good tip if you're the final t- final ten. Congratulations! That means that you've you've probably done a lot of stuff right. Um, the Scorch Beast is both a boon and a, uh, a terrible thing at the same time because it could lock onto you, and once it's locked onto you, it's going to come after you. And not only are you going to get damaged, everyone's going to know where you are. Yeah. Other end of that, She's she will. Scream you into and the week. other end of that is. If you aren't locked on by it, you can find out where people are with the Scorch Beast. So generally, they're getting hit. If it's a large team, they're out in the open. They're more likely to get targeted by the Scorch Beast. And they're going to be focusing their fire on like shutting her up so they can move, I guess, with, with a little more discretion. Uh, that's going to give you some valuable intel um, when you're in the game. Amen, brother. Yeah. All right, next one. Number three, Sneak is King. Okay, so um, did we ever play that that Burger King game, King? Sneaking? Sneaking. Sneaking. No, I, yeah, I, saw, I saw it, but I didn't play it. I didn't play it either, um, but it, it, it seems like a delightful, um, a delightful game in which you probably use some of the same mechanics uh, when you're playing Nuclear Winter. So here's the thing. A lot of people think if I move slower... A nuclear winner. Like, if I'm crouched and I'm moving, that people are going to more measly spot me. Here's the thing. If you're running at the same place, people are going to spot you faster. Because that registers more in people's peripherals. Like, that 
faster movement where you've got kind of trees swaying and fire slowly like brimming on the outskirts of everything you're having a lot slower movement and so just like crouching and walking in an area is typically better um unless of course the only time that this isn't a great idea is when somebody's attacking you that's when you just need to run uh, just run <laughs> Don't yeah, cover your butt. yeah sneaking away for them yeah drizzle plays too in chat says uh serpentine and serpentine 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 uh, another thing a lot of people have been doing and I forgot to forgot to add this on um, this kind of a attach on to, to movement particularly is a lot of people have been doing that old school halo thing of when the, a gunfire a gunfight starts in a very like small area everybody just starts jumping and everybody's jumping around well, I'm jumping you're jumping and everybody's jumping because that you got to kind of follow people yeah. up and down and then just becomes a game of of, um, of rabbits with guns so a good way to avoid fire is by jumping very high. That doesn't work in real life. <laughs> doesn't work in real life. No. All right. Next one. I tried. Number nine, ride the storm. So if you're playing, if you're trying to be a little strategic um, and, and mitigate your risk, um, you, know, you two work at a company, you probably talk about risk mitigation all the time. Um, a good idea is to quote unquote ride the storm. So if you keep the storm at the back of you, unless that storm is moving or it's closing in, or there's like the random chance of somebody being right behind you, you can pretty much say, okay, that area is safe because I know nobody's nobody wants to be in that area. Nobody's gonna be in that area. And so if you just kind of keep on the edge of the storm and move in, most of the time you're going to last a lot longer. Um, the only thing is there's a risk reward to that because the storm moves a little bit faster in some areas and you can run um, and, and uh, run and run out of AP and back and forth. So you kind of need to manage that with your map as well. I don't know if you've... Yeah, it limits, it limits the potential danger area from other players. Yeah. Right. Yep. All right. I'm starting to forget what numbers I've used. Number five, check the elevation data. So, uh, one of the tips, and let's let's talk about maps because you know, you two marketing professionals, you over here. I'm the geographer. I'm the cartographer. <laughs> when you, when you're playing Halo at the beach, who do you go find when you're trying to infiltrate this massive complex? You go find the cartographer. Now, who is that? Uh, it's like Halo at the beach. Guy. Yeah, you got a Halo One. Come on, we're we're rolling past like physical, like live, actual world beach. Yeah, when you're at the beach and you're and you've brought your Xbox and you're playing Halo in the land party, and Uh you go to find the cartographer. Anyways, so check your elevation data. Essentially means um, if you aren't familiar with the map and really how it goes, um, you can pull up in your map and. One thing that it'll have are these like darker areas. These they kind of go, I guess, a, a lot darker brown areas, and that'll tell you if there's a mountain there. Um, I wrote in here, Appalachia is a mountain range, you know. Um, so that'll tell you when the mountains are coming up if you're looking at planning your route. And mountains will slow you down and also be kind of a pain to go up, and it's a lot riskier to go up a mountain than it is to go down a mountain. You, generally in this game, elevation, whoever has high, higher elevation is the winner. Um, the, this is not episode three of Star Wars. Um, it is true that you do have the higher ground. 
damn it. Um, when you're playing this game. So make sure to look at your map and look for the darkened areas. And if you can get on top of a mountain at the end of the game, that's an excellent spot to be. Um, although I did get killed going down a mountain and I was, I had a team of four and jumped down into a ravine and there was three people sitting in the ravine that were just waiting on us to jump down there. And I was a little too excited. You know why I don't like beaches? The sand, it's just rough and it gets everywhere. God damn it, Tom. I knew that Number eight! Perk cards! <laughs> I forgot to write this one <laughs> in a fun <laughs> commandment way. So, yes, commandment <laughs> is perk cards. Uh, this is just a general tip is don't forget to equip these. Um, it, oftentimes when you're playing, it, the different thing, I think, from this Battle Royale as opposed to others are your unique skills that are tied to your adventure character. So don't forget to go through and equip some perk cards, try out some different ones, see what you like. I'm still figuring out which ones I'd like and which ones I don't like. Um, also, if you have leveled up, so like if you are, I think I'm level 200, 208. Um, and so <laughs> for each level, you get a perk card. 208. Pack. There you go. Thank you. Um, for each level, I get a perk card pack, and so I have all of the perk cards uh, because I got a bunch of duplicates. And then when and when you get duplicates, they give you points for that, and then you use your point. There's like a system; you'll figure it out. Um, if you have a high level character, though, you can have all of your perk cards. Um, it's affected by your strength, the, your special—not your just your strength, but your entire special, uh, what you can and can't equip. Um, so don't forget about it. Because that's important. That helps you out. And we'll move on. Number six. Use chems. This is the point where God is telling you to do drugs. Um, this is a wild <laughs> time that we live in. 2020 has gotten crazy. Wow. That was 2020. Uh, so in this game, if you see some drugs, here's my advice. Just take them. Don't even think about it. Just take them. Because you don't know. Drugs last for two minutes in the game. But most of them do, at least. In that two minutes, like, that is a huge amount of time within the game. So if you have them, you take them. So as, as my dad would say, smoke them if you got them. Because that is the difference between... Mr. T also says, take the drugs, stay out of school. I like that. <laughs> Does he say that? <laughs> I think so. Huh. Maybe I got that wrong. So, yeah. The Mr. Yeah. T cartoon was a long time. In ago. the normal game, I'm not like unless I'm like prepping up, you know, unless I'm like trying to witcher myself in a drunken alchemical haze. I'm not taking any chems. But in Nuclear Winter, it's just like I'm I'm a constant animal of of, of consuming everything around me, and so I just I mean, except for you know, I kind of save my stim packs, but outside of that, I just pop drugs constantly. Anything I can take, I take it. And real life too. That's why. Don't do drugs. Don't drugs do. are bad. All right. Next one. Number one. Uh-oh. Prepare for milk. Whoa. I don't know what happened there. That was quite something. Um, so <laughs> one of the unique things with this mode is people can launch a nuclear weapon. Um, so when a nuke is launched, you need to look at your map immediately. Like you need, it's it is like when you're on fire, you gotta stop, drop, and roll. This is like a, a key resource. Look at your map, figure out where you are, and look to see and make sure that you are out of the nukes. 
spray area. Now, here's the thing. You're probably, I would say, 50% of the time you're going to look at your map and the nuke is going to be the entirety of the area. You are more likely to survive in the fire zone than you are in the nuclear fire zone. Nuclear fire will kill you. Um, That's like double fire. On impact of the bomb and also the radiation damage, but the fire that actually closes in from the nuclear winter, the fire Fire. is actually a better place for you. So if you're looking at last minute um, situations, casual situations, it's a place to go. (laughs) Paladin in chat, um, we got a couple of expert people who play it quite a lot. Um, had also said um, find a nuclear briefcase nuke everyone at the last circle just hide in a bush and wait I like which that. is also mm-hmm. a good tip and just the tip uh, let's see Number... are we are we ready for the next one I'm just looking at all these other wonderful tips in our chat like loot creatures and petrified corpses for extra loot that's from paladin uh... <laughs> yep. doomsday 76 says always have a secondary and a backup to that secondary as well. That's a good that would be called a, a tertiary. Uh, <laughs> all right. Silence. We've got one more on the list. Let's we knock do. this out. And it's the most and then, important. It is the most important. Number 27 and a half. Sharing is caring. So this is a common thing, and this is the thing I get most. Here's the: I'm a really, I'm, I fancy myself a nice guy. Put on my fedora, do a little wink, and say "milady" because I'm such a nice guy. Unless I fancy you a fancy guy. I fancy myself. Anyways, you don't need more than a fancy lad. Sorry, go on. You don't need more than four weapons. A near duel. Let's just keep on talking over him as soon as he starts (laughs) tries to talk. You do not need four or more weapons in this mode. You're not going to use them. There's no way that you're going to use four weapons. You're not going to be in a combat encounter and be like, yeah. oh, it's time to, oh, he's really made me angry. I'm going to pull out my Tesla rifle. Like, you're not going to, and I can do that accent because that's not culturally insensitive of me because I'm from here. Um, so <laughs> That's you, my real voice. That's my real voice, folks. Uh, so... What you can do is generally if you're with your team, if you followed all the rules up until now, motion for your team to come over. I like to do the follow me emote and then go through your inventory. I like to, I'll just like pick up everything. I'm a constant consumer. Go through your inventory, do a little bit of management. We'll help your weight and get down some of those weapons that you don't want and drop them and drop your ammo that goes to those weapons. And you don't need 20 stem packs. Hmm. You probably just need like five. Um, so you don't, you don't like you're not. Most of the time, the encounters are going to be um, you either live or you die. Nobody walks away from an encounter hurt that often. Um, it, it's well, it's maybe more, emotionally, probably more emotionally, more uh, emotionally, like when the guy's doing the teabag thing over your corpse. That's probably true. Um, Although yeah. I don't think people have time to do that. There's 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 a lot of variables going on here. But uh, sharing is always important, and make sure to do that with your team um, because your survival is dependent upon your team. 
and and I believe uh, let me let me recheck with the Lord above and see if that's all of the the commandments that He has given to me. Yes. Okay. Good. That was very direct. That was very that was very clear. <laughs> if You're only welcome. Rarely. Are Why do you keep yelling so though? It's the only way I can speak. Okay. All right. That seems I, weird that you're limited that way, but okay. I, I'm very impressed that in this vault that we are in, that we have a direct connection to the Lord. Um, I'm not sure what kind of Lord he is, but <laughs> it's best not to ask, I suppose. <laughs> I think well, that's the right. word. Right, right, there's- no, there's Cthulhu. Right. 2020 is complete. Anyway, so uh, thank you for that. For that. Dave, and <laughs> let's move on to, we've got an Abraxo, Abraxo box this episode as well. And now it's time for the Random Rant, sponsored by Abraxo. When it comes to tough stains such as blood, bodily fluids, or sweet and sour sauce, nothing gets out those stains like Abraxo. Now with three times the suds and industrial chemical compounds. Who boy. Who boy. Who wants to read this one? Uh, oh, oh, no takers. Oh, oh. Before, takers. Before we get started, anybody, let's take it. I will say that I am now starting a new in which I am. Um, if you ever watch The Good Place, uh, when they can't curse in The Good Place, it's an NBC show comedy. Um, so I have taken out all the curse words and have added them in with with a fake curse words, which I think are more comedic. <laughs> uh. Because here's the secret uh, of yes. these. These are edited because people don't speak no good or can't write no good. Um, and so I go back uh-huh. and I uh-huh. uh, edit them. Um, I'm everybody. I'm, I give them the best edit that they can possibly have. So mm-hmm. let everybody mm-hmm. know. All right. So who wants to read it? These anchors? E- chat? Either of you. Should we let chat choose? Either of you? <laughs> I can read it. I haven't read one of these in a while. I haven't read this one ahead of time you want me to do it do you it? can do it or yeah do you want to do it all right yeah, here we go it. you can do here it. we go i'm up on my boxes here he goes <clears throat> all right here we go <clears throat> here we go i finally decided to quit the game tonight i made four characters with a combined 500 plus levels i don't know how many hours didn't check i didn't want to hear stuff like just leave who gives a who why you gotta come on here spitting vitriol bye yeah fair enough don't read this i didn't quit because of the bugs or the duping or the lack of endgame i quit because i realized i was being manipulated into staying the game's current model is designed to give you anxiety about not logging on every day for fear that you might miss some dailies and not get your fudge knocking sheep squatch plushy or gobsmacked raiders hanging tree or whatever one or two things you actually wanted from quote the legendary run man i got a family a kid two years old i got a few hours and nights to play games don't flob and guilt me into playing on your terms like some ftp mobile bull spittle i'm angry because i love the franchise love the fallout 76 world it's a beautiful place full of so much potential and it's a fun place to be and break us up so hard man anyway i'm reinstalling fallout 4 gonna mod the 
shoot out of it and do another survival playthrough. You didn't edit all the words out of this one. Okay, so maybe my 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 mind thinks that that that, that shit is 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 a, not a bad word, but I suppose that that would be a bad. Can word, you say so. it on NBC? I'm not sure. Replace it with Peking um, ravioli. I don't know. Peking ravioli. Yes. Peking. I'm tired okay, of uh, this Peking I'll, ravioli. I'll, I'll read. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do that last 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 sentence again. Anyways, I'm re- reinstalling Fallout 4. Gonna mod the Peking ravioli out of it and that do works. another survival playthrough. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, all right. It's good. It's good. It like a cuss word mm-hmm. that, that Robert, uh, uh, whatever his name was, Robert Goulier or whatever, that Will Ferrell character. Robert Peking ravioli. Peking ravioli. I'm Robert Goulier. Oh, man. Uh, so this is the good. This brings up a good point. You know, like all of ours, there's a lesson to be. To be. Do you feel like that? What this is the game, lesson? Does this game give you all any anxiety, or do you think the systems implemented give you all anxiety to log on and do stuff for uh, more than a few hours a night? Um, maybe on a very, very small level of like. I just won't get that item that I wanted if I don't grind it out enough. Mm-hmm. But like, it's not keeping me up at night, and it's kind of something fun to look forward to. So it kind of balances out. And I don't know that anxiety is the word I would use. And I have like, I, I maybe maybe the best explanation for me would be, I have a limited amount of concern. That I might need to fork over a few bucks for some extra atoms to get that really cool, fancy-looking power armor at the end of the game play, you know, board. Right. If at I the don't end of, of, grind of Flash it. Gordon's digital hell. But but at the end of the day, like if that cost me five or ten bucks worth of atoms, as opposed to sixty hours of grinding, then I should probably be using that sixty hours of grinding to earn way more than five or ten dollars. I don't know, like. It's, it's like, I don't know, it's a game. It's still a game at the end of the day. I haven't run in, like, uh, as somebody who, who uses Fallout first, and I kind of think is the base level for people that are uh, fortunate enough, to, first of all, to, ha- to have have money, but second of all, to kind of have that base level of what the typical person would be purchasing as far as atoms-wise. Um I really haven't gotten to the point where I'm like, um, I, and maybe I'm just not as into the like, like 50 space aesthetic. Like that's not as, as interesting to me. And so, but if you really, really were into it, wouldn't you want to just spend money for it anyway? If you didn't grind it, wouldn't you feel more okay with spending extra for the thing you, you really wanted? Yeah. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, like if the, it like, if there's a really freaking cool skin on there and there's some really cool stuff at the end of the board and I want it for my camp and for my character build, I'd pay 15 bucks for that. And I'm not, I'm not saying this from the standpoint of like, I've got all the money in the world. So whatever, charge me money. I'm saying that from like a, you know, like if you value it that much, instead of putting $15 into some other game that came out that you want to play or, or heck, you know, like, 15 bucks like just don't go get coffee for a few days like we spend so much money on the crap that we just don't need all the time that you could take it from something else that you would have blown your money on anyway i have to be honest about something 
I agree yes. with this man. Yeah? In order to explain, I have to take you back. Uh-oh, where are you going? Camera. Oh, the, oh the, you, you the moved the... Off. Oh, oh, my wow. God. Oh, my. This is a Who is this? This is a different person. No, no, no. This is, wait, is this your grandmother? This is still me. Uh, uh, wow, well, that's Ken. Ken is now okay, wearing so just so, the carpet yeah. on the back of his head, uh, wrapped around him like a shawl, like he is a, a, a withered not. old Russian lady. With, with no glasses. I think he's a prophet or something. Go on. Picture it. It was three years ago, this September. A new cafe had opened in town. It was called the Daily Cup. Oh, and it was a Daily Cup. Every day I would go to that Daily Cup because the first day she looked at me and said, what would you like, dear? And I got something delightful. And do you know what she gave me? She gave me a card. And it wasn't just any card, oh no. It was punched with a star. And she told me she said, on the twelfth day, that beverage, that creamy, delicious, delightful beverage, it's going to be yours for free. Well, I went back to my bed. Wait, you, went that, to, wait, you got coffee in the morning and then went back to sleep? Sorry, I'm sorry, go on. Speak not during my story. <laughs> I needed to complete that card. So I went back. I went back that same day and I had another delicious beverage and another until that card was talking to me, spiting me, spitting at me, taunting me, that 12th space. Well, after an extended period of time in the restroom from drinking 11 cups of that delicious beverage, <laughs> I thought maybe this is where this was going. I returned to that cafe. And do you know what she said to me? We're closed for today. It was Not, we need to take you to the hospital. It was raining. But it was also raining in my heart. I feel for this man. Goals are bullshit. We must have things that are attainable. Things that do not taunt us. The Daily Cup is no more, but it haunts me still. And see. I, I, I mean, wow. That's amazing. All right. That was, so that was, when we get the that awesome epic. forms, uh, we'll fill that out and we'll send you in. Um, I'm not sure what kind of character that is, but we'll definitely put you in for best supporting uh, actor on a daytime TV show. You know what's you know what's great about doing this live on Twitch? Hey chat, somebody needs to clip that and just spread it all over the internet right now. Yeah, that is that <laughs> just is put boring. it everywhere. Everywhere. Just highlight, clip it, whatever whatever the words are that you use for this stuff. Get it get it all over the internet. It's not that threatening. You don't yeah. you don't yeah, have the end of the to day, earn it. It's a goal. Either accomplish it or don't. It's right, a goal. It's We're fun. all fine. This it's is fun, fine. and you don't. And if you value it, value it enough, then spend some money on it. Like, you know, maybe don't, maybe don't go to out to lunch and make a sandwich. 
save a few bucks. Yeah. Spend it on the thing you want. And you can look, like, it's not like nobody looks cool with the stuff that's already in the game. That's my thing with cosmetics. It's like, you can have stuff right. like a really cool in-universe, <laughs> like, high, like, perceived, experienced character um, with just stuff that you can get playing even the main quest. Like, yeah. rather, like when, when we're having anxiety over cosmetics and not, like, pay-to-win mechanics, like... What world is this? The, what world yeah, is a this? A Kardashian makeup gives me I'm anxiety. Curious. <laughs> it also gives me acne. Um, the uh, the thing that I'm curious about, as far as metrics, is I wonder how successful the scrap kits and the repair kits have been, as opposed to actual cosmetic items. I'm led to believe that the cosmetic items are way more successful than the scrap and repair kits because I, I I've, I've never I've yet to use a scrap and repair kit I still haven't used one. Oh, I used them. I've never used a scrap kit I've yeah. used a repair kit but that's just because I've had it and I'm like do I want to go back on repair kit or let's see some acting from Dave use, um, <laughs> let's let's can see you put e- a, can let's you see put emo Dave thing on your head yeah. yeah I don't have a thing to put on my head I can't do the acting okay. So, I mean... Oh, no! There you go, yes! You got the swoop! How tough it was. Do I want to go home and and scrap my items, or do I really just want to use my my kit that I have? I got my kit um, backstage from Tom DeLong. He gave it to me, and I I really just would rather use that thing than going all the way home. You know, I just, uh, you know, sometimes I just gotta listen to MCR just a little bit longer and I don't have the time to go back to the camp. Yeah. Uh, uh, on a side note, Black Parade is probably top 10 albums time and then you can Good fight call. me in my P- Sun women's size 7 jeans <laughs> with my straightened gelled hair. From ten years, twenty no ten 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 years ago. How old am I? Ten no twelve. <laughs> Dave's doing a whole thing there. Um, you, like um, you can fight me. You can fight me on that. And you can fight me on this old house. Let's, this is where I take my stand. I don't have anywhere else to stand. This is where I stand. You know, take my stand. Um, yeah. Anyways, I'm Thank curious. It, it, do you think that cosmetics sell better than the repair kits, scrap kits? Yes. So oddly enough, I remember, and I can't remember where it was quoted, um, that scrap kits and repair kits were some of the atomic shop's biggest sellers. Now that may have changed since really? then. To me, I read that, so I got to find that again because as soon as I read that, and it was in a, a posted officially somewhere. I was that before. When did they come out compared to Fallout First? Because if you can just store all your junk, then you always have junk to repair stuff with. Yeah, that's that's a very good point. But I, yeah, I th- I, th- I thought that when I was like, mm, really? Because I would have thought, you know, cosmetics would have been better sellers. But I can't imagine yeah. buying yeah. scrap or repair kits unless maybe more people than I know of just never had enough junk, and maybe they just spent money on that. But 
I don't. I, yeah, I, I don't know anybody yeah, just who, who's ever bought them in the atomic yeah. shop. I, Lord knows, I haven't. And I feel like there's a natural ebb and flow to like, like when you go grocery shopping, you go out into the world, you you go down the aisles that you want, you know what you're looking for, know stuff that you want to stock up on pretty much every time, and then you get to take that home and carry it all in one big load locked across your arms like you're some sort of superhuman sub suburban household god um and yeah, one and trip one trip that's only one trip. only one trip and yeah. and that's that's kind of like the the weird like <laughs> stages to this game is like i'll go to my camp and i'll start at my camp and be like okay here's where i'm at what am i gonna do today and then i'll go out and do things generally i'll return to my camp drop off some stuff repair my items and that's before I log out or maybe I'm playing longer and it's like I've got to make a pit stop but that's kind of like I really treat that like this is my base of operations like I need to make sure I go back here all the time um, and, and do that and oftentimes even when I'm over encumbered and I have stuff that I want to like take back it's just fun to walk it you know yeah like you know my dad drives a golf cart all the time but sometimes he's like it's just fun to walk nine holes you know it's just the, the, there's there's an element to that where it's like you don't know what you'll you don't know what you'll get into. You can just like enjoy the nature. Now you may not have time for all that, and you may be in a sticky situation where it's like I need to scrap. I have like the thirty microscopes that I have calling around. I need to use a magical box that can break those down into usable items um, <laughs> for post-apocalyptic world. So I get that, but fair point. I'm just, I'm just I'm curious. I'm curious of what what all that. Is. That's kind of a tangent off of the anxiety. I don't feel any anxiety. I don't feel anxiety about anything except for the world around us, which gives me a lot of freaking anxiety. Yeah, and you know what? <laughs> when when there are way let's, more legitimate things to be worried about, this is not on the top. Anxiety of the list. And, and no joke. Uh, mental health is is a major issue in this country, and a lot of people struggle with generalized anxiety disorder. But uh, I mean, there are things that you should be anxious about this is the least important of them right now <laughs> so right. yeah 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 very much so and if, and if, and if you do have and if you do have like uh, like you're saying uh, uh if you feel like things like this are affecting you on a way way larger amount than they should then probably talk to a professional because maybe you do actually have some sort of something that could be addressed by a professional and help balance your life out. Yeah, and that's the other point, too. I'm familiar with the disorder, um, working with someone who who has it, that you have to avoid triggers. If you find yourself being triggered by the score system and it's triggering your anxiety in a major way, then you need to to step back for a little bit and and talk to someone about it but you have to you have to take the trigger right. element away because it's not helping you right now especially if it's affecting your right. Regular I, life. right it's it's not the game it's anything that is going to take that right. place of the right. game is going to trigger yeah. you so yeah you need to address it yeah, yeah. wait when at division one first came out they had that dark zone element in which it was like pvp and it was like no hold bar like you it could be they could be anywhere the enemy could be anywhere and I got really into that, but that just gave me, that mode gave me a ton of anxiety and just like had me sweating. And I was like, this is like, I played it for a little bit. And I was like, this is just, it's too much. It's too much for me. And like, I don't know. Like, yeah, I that played, mode was intense. Yeah, I that played was intense. Like games like 
I play Nuclear Winter and I'm like, oh, 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 doing this or that. But that mode gave me a lot of real anxiety um, because I, I, I'm, I'm not sure why. And so I decided to never pay attention to that mode ever again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, this seems like a good place to to wrap up the episode. I don't know if we have any other any other things we want to add on to this. I think we're pretty good. I think we're good. I feel I feel great. Yeah. Yeah. So what things do you guys want to leave people with? Do you have any other side projects or any things you want to you want to rep or or talk about before we head out? Uh I hmm. <laughs> You're like, what can I say? <laughs> <laughs> I will be able to share something cool eventually. Uh, in the meanwhile, what I am excited about is we're gearing up for season two. Um, we're going to be dropping a lot of teaser content for our season two oh, open chat. within the next chat. Uh, yes, sorry. Um, within the next yeah. few weeks uh, for the season two opener for Chat of Fallout 76 story, which I'm really excited about. So we've got some fun prequel stuff coming in there our season two opener we'll we'll see the return of sickle man so we're we're slowly teasing a little bit of that we had uh, some character work done for some new people that will be joining us this season uh that will be notable names in the fallout community uh that we actually have character concepts for so i'm excited about revealing who those people will be when the time is right cool very cool as you told me oh wait i'm not supposed to say barbara streisand is that Uh uh-oh uh-oh we're gonna have to edit that out Oh, no. we're live. Oh no! All right, Dave, you got anything to rep? Anything uh, going on? Uh, I'm, I'm I'm working on a, a bunch. I'm, it's a constant stream of of work and 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 doing a number of different things. Um, that I I don't like to talk about anything until it's done. You know, until it's like time to talk about stuff. But I'm working on a bunch of different stuff. Um, uh, side note on today, we all three, I, I want to congratulate on us all doing our own little characters today. We like all came out with like a nice character performance out of this day. Um, <laughs> Tom as Lord, Ken as um, Stregonona. It's the, the Lord. The Which Lord? We're still not sure, but the Lord. Yeah, the Babushka coffee shop um, grinder um, and, and me as the uh, Tom DeLong's number one. Emo Tom. Scrap repair mm-hmm. kit fan. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want to congratulate so congratulate us all on that. But uh, you can find me on Twitter at Dave Chaffin's uh, places, and you'll you'll all see eventually. You'll see. You'll all. Oh, see. you'll see. <laughs> you'll One of these see days, you'll all on. see. That sounds ominous. One of these days, you'll all see. <sighs> One of these days. So I had the uh, just actually like two hours, well, four hours ago now. I had the. Uh, the pleasure of talking with Mr. Head, I mean, Juice Head, again, uh, on the fall Lorecast. I interviewed him, and we talked about some cool stuff coming to 76 uh, around things like the Brotherhood and leaks and stuff. You know, some of the data mine stuff, at least, that we we are aware of. Um, so if you want to check that out, fall Lorecast, the, the episode should be up tonight. Uh, if, if you're live, if you're listening to the recorded version of this, it's probably already up. And uh, in other news, uh, speaking about the nature of the world, I've decided that for starting now and then all the way through at least the election, that every time I stream on Twitch, I will be doing a charity stream. So any donations, any bits, any subscriptions, any of that stuff on the Robots Radio 
Twitch channel, so twitch.tv slash robotsradio, will be going to represent.us in order to fight corruption in the government, which I think is absolutely important. And I think it's something that everybody on whatever side of the aisle you're on, conservative, liberal, Democrat, Republican, everyone can agree or should be able to agree that corruption in the government is a bad thing and that we should have yeah. you know, the ability to represent the people's will, whatever the people vote for. And that that's the way things should work. Yeah, and to be, to and, be clear, there are there's corruption on both sides of the aisle. It's a real yes, problem in government, yes. regardless of the side. It is a real problem. So if we could get rid of the corruption part, then we could actually talk about the issues and then votes would actually count correctly and all of that stuff. And representatives would do what they're supposed to do, right. which is the will of the people, Serve our which would be awesome. Yeah. We, you know, regardless of what side of the aisle, aisle you're on, if, you, if you're in the majority, you should get what, what you want your representatives to do so anyway so yeah so uh tune into twitch.tv slash robots radio for uh my twitch streams and uh, that's all the stuff i've got going on that's new um so thank you for tuning in again and from the three of us uh and chat and chat who's here with us thank you for tuning in also uh we'll see you guys next time uh same bat time same bat channel whoa so this is whoa this is a tuesdays at 5 p.m eastern uh, 2 p.m. Pacific that we start uh, if we can start on time and uh, we'll look forward to it see you guys in the future have a good one good night bye everybody, When a wasteland detective and a vault girl cross paths, no criminal is safe. You're both under arrest. Don't move a muscle if you know what's good for you. Based in Bethesda's Fallout series, follow Walter and Bunny as they traverse the Texas Commonwealth and New Vegas, busting big crime rings. We'll need all we can to expand into Vegas territory. And surviving anything the wasteland can throw at them. It's him! It's the Mothman! Featuring a series of nail-biting narratives and guest stars from across the Fallout community. It's anybody's guess what thrilling case is up next. War never changes, does it, Bonnie? No, it certainly does not. True Vault Escapades, a Fallout audio drama. Available anywhere you get podcasts.